Welcome to the One City Church audio experience. My name is Jesse Dan Yusuf and I serve as the lead pastor. Our vision at One City is to see everyone everywhere becoming one with God. You're about to listen to one of our messages. We hope you leave inspired, motivated and blessed. Our theme for 2024 is Becoming Light, inspired by Matthew 5, 14 to 16. And Jesus was speaking to the crowd and he said, You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill. No one hides, no one lights a lamp and hides it under a bushel. Instead, the light is set in a room so that it can reach everybody. Amen. So you are the light of the world. Glory to God. So we are in a season at One City uh, where we dedicate in the beginning of the year. We call it Vision Season. And in vision season, we do a couple of things. We wait upon the Lord for clarity. We start with a 21-day fast so that we can pray, seeking clarity, seeking counsel, wisdom, so that we can navigate the rest of the year fruitfully. Amen. Amen. Because the path of the righteous is that of progress. Glory to God. You've not come this far to just come this far. Amen. You have not just come this far to come this far. The Lord wants more for you, from you. Amen. So there is more. Glory. And we are going to be discovering more for ourselves in Christ Jesus. Amen. Can we quickly read the text for today? Isaiah 42, verse 6 to 7. I'll be reading the ESV. Isaiah 42, verse 6 to 7. I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. This is the word of the Lord. You say thanks be to God. God bless you. You may have your seats. Amen. So today, my topic is called Light to the Nations. Light to the Nations. And I told you at Vision Night, and even last week, that when Jesus was saying from Matthew 5, that you are the light of the world, he was not saying something new to them. He was saying something that they had heard, although at that time, it was only the religious leaders that had co-opted the word they had um, should I say, made the word just for them. Do you understand? What Jesus was doing was reminding and reestablishing the identity of his listeners. And now that we are in him, we share that same title and calling. Glory to God, that we are the light of the world. Are you with me? Once are you with me? Amen. Now, we see 700 years before Jesus shows up, the prophet Isaiah is prophesying about the Messiah to come. And in this chapter 42, the Lord is talking about his servants, the Messiah, and he's talking about what kind of um, Messiah he will be, what kind of man he will be, how his servant will be. If you read verse 1, he says, I have chosen my servant. Amen. Now, but the text for today's sermon from 6 and 7 talks about, um, it starts with, I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. He has called the Messiah in righteousness. But because we are in him, Jesus' call, we share it. Are you with me? That call 
because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Then he turned around and said that we are the light of the world. Glory to God. So I want you to understand that this text, as much as it's for the Messiah, Jesus Christ, it is also for us. Now, if you read, if you go through the Bible, um, there's something, especially in the New Testament, one of the things that the, the, the Christ and the apostles tried to emphasize is our identity. Amen. For all believers in Christ Jesus, they would always emphasize our identity in Christ Jesus. Jesus um, said once we believe in him, he will come into our hearts. Him and the Father will move into our hearts and make our hearts his home. He will make our hearts his dwelling place. Paul repeatedly, throughout all his letters, regardless of how much he felt about the church, the Galatian church or the Corinthian church, um, his anger towards them, he will always emphasize their identity in Christ Jesus. Now, we see these two words in this text that I want us to understand something. Verse 1 of Isaiah 42 says, I have chosen my servant, right? Then verse 6 says, I have called you in righteousness. There's this idea of being chosen and called. Amen? That, there's, that we, in Christ Jesus, we have been chosen. We have been elected for the purposes of God. Amen? That we are not here by merit. In a way, we are here by merit, but not ours. We are here by the works that Christ accomplished. Glory to God. Amen. So the first thing that should excite you is that I am chosen in Christ Jesus. Amen. That I'm elected. That despite my sin, despite my guilt, all that I've done and doing in Christ Jesus, he has elected me and that I am one with him. Hallelujah. What has he chosen us for? He has called us. He has chosen us to be part of his family. Amen. He has chosen us to enjoy the new creation, to enjoy this new life in Christ Jesus. What he bought for us with his blood, he has chosen you, 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 that you should come into that blessing and those riches. Hallelujah. And it's not by your own doing, so that no man should boast. But it is by the grace and mercies of God. Amen. But the New Testament, Jesus also emphasizes this idea of us being called. Yes, we are chosen in Christ Jesus to be part of the family of God. But now we have a calling. We have a what? A calling, a mandate, a mission. God has purposefully elected, selected you to be part of his family. But now he has called you to go and call others to be part of this family that you belong to. Hallelujah. So as he has named you the light of the world, he's going and he, uh, 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 he's telling you to go and tell others to come to the light. Inviting them to the light. So we are chosen and we are called. Hallelujah. Say, I am chosen and I am called. Amen. So this idea is all over scripture. Are you with me? Is what? It's all over scripture. What are we called for from Isaiah 42? 
Number one, see, it is Jesus that calls. I mean, pardon me, the Lord God. Um, Isaiah 42, verse 6, he says, I am the Lord. So it's not Pastor Jesse that is calling you. Amen. It is not your dad. It is not your boss that has chosen you to be part of God's family. No pastor, no apostle. But it is God himself. He says, I am the Lord. I have what? Called you in righteousness. I have what? Called you in righteousness. Remember, he chose us to be part of the family of God and part of the people of God. One of the things we share, one of the primary things we share with the Christ is the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is the quality of life of God. The ability to do good. It is not just... It is beyond ethics. It is beyond, beyond uh, behavior. It is beyond morally um, rightness, uprightness. Because the opposite sin eh, is an offense to God. But it's more than an offense. Because of sin, we are fallen. And we are constantly rebellious towards God, right? And sin in the Hebrew, one of its meaning is to miss the mark. Is to what? Miss the mark. So in your nature, there is nothing you can do to be fully good. No one does good. That's what the text says. I've told you several times that the gospel diagnoses our condition our spiritual condition the condition of our soul since the heart of the um, heart of man is what desperately wicked no one is good no one does good that's why we need a savior hallelujah now hollywood will try to tell us now uh, 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 that we need versions different versions of the messiahs because don't get don't don't be deceived different messiahs came but none came back to life Hallelujah. Even to today, there are some that are still coming up. Cults are still coming up. The other day I saw one, just yesterday I saw a cult where the woman says she's possessed by the spirit of dead celebrities. So she gives counsel based on a dead celebrity. And the most prominent of the celebrities is Robin Williams. It'd be nice to hear Robin Williams again, but... I don't think they arrested this court. This court, they are not many. They are less than 20. They arrested her because she had made prophecies that when she dies, Robin Williams is coming in a spaceship to take her body and to take her. For 12 days, nobody showed up, only the police. Because they were with a dead body. I'm making a point. Yeah? Righteousness is the quality of life of God. In our sin, we could not attain righteousness. The best of us are still men at best. Are you with me? So what is the Lord saying? I have called you in righteousness. I have called you what? In righteousness. So you can't boast that you are righteous. I've called you in righteousness, even our mandate, even our mission. He is the one that gifts, his, gifts uh, uh, it to us. I've called you in what? Righteousness. Please tell me your tracking. If you're tracking, say, uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you. Are you? Are you disappointed? Oh, yeah. Okay.
Hallelujah. Look at the next line. Please, we're doing a little bit of Bible study. I hope you're following the text. Look at the next line. It says, I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will take you by what? The hand and keep you. This calling of ours, God that has called you will keep you. Are you with me? God that has called you will what? Keep you. Have you seen movies where spies, they tell them that once you're caught, you're on your own. <laughs> they send you to go and represent the nation. Their nation. Once you're caught, they tell them, you are on your own. We don't know him. We don't know her. Not by Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And isn't this amazing? I will take you what? By the hand. And I will what? Keep you. God does not abandon his children. God does not abandon his children. This year, eh? this is one of the things you should remember. One of the last promises of Jesus was what? I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, lo and behold, I will be with you till the end of the ages. That's a promise. Hallelujah. The day you wake up and you feel like you're all alone, your pastor has disappointed you, your church has disappointed you, your family has disappointed you, your best friends have disappointed you, it feels like everybody has deserted you. Remember this promise. Jesus says what? I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, I will take you by the hand. Hallelujah. I will take you what? By the hand and I will keep you. So this vision season that I'm emphasizing that you should dream with God. And many of us are afraid of our dreams. And I've told you that if you look at your bank account and the vision that you're seeing, you can afford it. Go back to sleep. It's a, it's a human dream. If you can afford what God is telling you to do. Eh? Because God designs that his visions are accomplished by his spirit through our faith. Are you with me? So this is very encouraging. That the Lord will never leave me nor forsake me. I've, as a pastor, and for those of you who, are, who feel God is calling you to ministry. Eh? Don't come and be saying... Who sent me message? Because you started your ministry and barely five people are attending. And it's just um, some, some friends that just want to see what's happening. Oh, I heard she has repented. Let's just go and see. And five years, six years. I was listening to Apostle Femi Lazarus give a testimony about how... Everybody had graduated and they had gotten great jobs. And I think he met some of them in some form of reunion. And they were, you know, this thing, you know, you know that time after that post NYSE depression, who knows what I'm talking about? Do you understand? Where you're dodging people and they're asking you, oh, what do you do now? Your friends are preparing to go for their masters. You know, you, your school is refusing to answer you to give you <laughs> your, what's that thing called? Transcript. You're wondering what's next with my life. Do you understand? They were paying you 8K 
in the school you were teaching? You're just wondering, wondering. And he said, God had told him. I don't know. Who knows what I'm talking about? Apostle Femi Lazarus. Uh, you know, the Lord is, has been blessing his ministry recently. So he was saying, God told him to dress up, suit up, and to do as if he's going to work. And he'll go somewhere and be praying from 9 to 5. That was his job. So what do you tell your friends that come and they've gotten jobs in GTB? They've gotten this. Do you understand? What do you want to tell them? What did he say? I'm interested in what he said. Please tell me. <laughs> Ruth, what did she say? Don't worry. EPD was EPD. Executive Prayer Director. Come on. Hallelujah. The Lord rewards the ones who wait with him. Hallelujah. I will keep, I will take you by the hand and I will what? Keep you. Never forget this promise. Never. Let's look at the next line. It says, I will give you as a covenant for the people. Do you know what a covenant means? A covenant is an agreement, but it's not just an agreement. It's more than a handshake. It's more than a signed document. The covenant God is talking about is carved and signed in blood. His life. Are you with me? So he's saying, I will keep you. I will, pardon me. I will give you as a covenant for the people. You will be a witness to the agreement I've made to the people. Do you get? I will keep you as a covenant, which means your very life will, will bear witness to what I've done and what I'm doing. This year, by the grace of God, people will ask you, what do you do? And your only response will be, God. Amen. I don't mean that's Nigerian, that everybody is using. Uh, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? Everything now, God. Everything now, God. Even God is surprised sometimes. But I mean that your very lives, people will walk up to you. And please, I'm not talking about just financial prosperity because that's what comes to many people's minds. No, I mean they will, your, the quality of your life will tell the story of God's love, will tell the story of his power, that because there is, even though there is chaos in the land, there is darkness in the land, because the peace of God is within you, there is no shaking. Once it, are you with me? I will what, give you as a covenant. People will see you and say, this is an agreement God has made. This person, something is up with this person's life. Hallelujah. And he says, I will give you as a covenant for the people. What's the light? Let's say it together. A light for the nations. A light for the nations. Now, this is one of the first places we start to see that title that the Messiah bears, that Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Once you you with me. And Jesus turns and also says, you are the light of the world. John 8, he says, I am the light of the world. Matthew 5, he says, you are the light of the world. But this is something he's also saying. And this, this title is something that is shared with, the, with ancient Israel. That they are to be a light to the nations. Something very interesting happens in Acts 13. Paul and Barnabas, they enter a city 
and they are preaching. They go to the synagogue and somebody mistakenly gave Paul Mike. <laughs> All they said was, do you have an encouraging word for us? Baba turned everything upside down. Do you have an encouraging word for us? He started from the beginning. He said, you know, we fell. He went down the whole story of the fall of man. They now said that, that uh, what city was it in? Please, if I check very quickly, it was somewhere in um, oh, Antioch. Was it Antioch? Acts 13. Check quickly. But he goes down the story. Basically, he presents the story of the gospel, right? He presents the story of the gospel. Beautiful. The Bible says many people, Antioch, he says many people believe. He says the whole city. They say, please come next Sunday. Imagine you're a pastor and <laughs> you're an invited guest. And I just tell somebody, please, just say something encouraging. Ah, uh -uh. it was the Babaton synagogue upside down. Not the one in, anyway. <laughs> um, so many of the Jews were upset. Amen. Many of the Jews were what? They were very, very upset. They were upset by it. And you know, because they were not accepting the message, it seems that the Gentiles were the ones that were accepting the message. So they, they cast, they said, get out of here. Get out of here. So Paul and Barnabas, they quote this text. and said, by the way, we've known that this message is not just for us. That this message is to be a light to what? the nations hallelujah hallelujah now we start to see the manifestation of the light of god from the early church movement till now glory to god what does this mean for us as one city to be a light to the nations now you must understand nations in the bible is not just political carvings it's not just political sovereign states Nations is also people groups. Do you understand? So the Yoruba nation, the Igbo nation, the Angas nation. Hallelujah. If you're angry, be angry. <laughs> Glory. So nations is not just political maps. Hallelujah. It is also what? People groups. So Jesus we are to be a light to what people groups amen we are a light to what people groups let me tell you why this is important when john in the book of revelations he sees all the saints he says he sees people from what every tribe every tongue every nation hallelujah so the word, the gospel should be, the message of the gospel must be preached to every nation, to every people group. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So the message is not just what we proclaim, but it is the life we live. Am I speaking to people? It is not, uh, uh, see, Pardon me, pardon me, to say that there is a third testament. The third testament is your life. 
Paul in Corinthians, when the Corinthian church, they were doubt, doubting his apostleship. He said, see, you are, they let, you are the witness of my ministry. You are the fruit of my ministry. You are the letter I'm writing. So in many ways, the third testament is us. Please, don't go and start saying that there is a third testament. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make a point. Your, your life should tell the story of God's truth. So it's, the gospel is not just proclaimed, it is lived. The gospel is what? It's not just proclaimed, it is lived out. So that your light will become, I mean your life will become a light. Guiding others, bringing clarity to other people. Hallelujah. Do you know how many of us are seated here and we don't know how much we have been influenced by people, by media? Some of the decisions you make, some of you, some of us claim that um, I'm a man of my own, an independent. It's a lie. If we audit the decisions you've made in the past 24 hours, you'll be surprised where they came from. It's not necessarily an evil thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying, many of our decisions, many of our life decisions are made because we have been influenced by someone else. So what the, what this, the, the prophet is telling us, Prophet Isaiah is telling us this morning, is that our lives can be a, what, a guiding light for people, bringing clarity to people. Have you just probably had a conversation with somebody and it's as if a fog was lifted. As if darkness has just left your mind. It could be a random conversation. It could even be from a film or social media. But just by someone living out their lives. Clarity. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So people are watching you. You are an influencer whether you like it or not. You influence at least five people. At least. You influence at least five people. So your life tells the story. Once we follow the light, once we live by the light, the people, the nations of the world will come to your light. You know, Isaiah 60 says that um, uh, uh, nations will come to what? Your light. Kings will come to the brightness of your light or the brightness of your dawn. I've been recently more interested in King Solo's life. And one of the things I've been seeing about Bros is this guy was a consultant to kings. Do you know the Bible says kings from every nation came to King Solomon? Did you know that? Kings from what? Every nation came to King Solomon. I want you to imagine. Hmm? This is what? Maybe 3,000, 4,000 years ago. Do you know what it means to travel from another part of the world to another part of the world? There is no form, there is no modern technology, no flight. A king will leave his throne to go and see another king, which means they wanted what he had. 
I don't know if you get that they will humble themselves and none of them came empty-handed. You think he was just printing money? No. My guy was a consultant. Amen. And he will charge according to your problems. <laughs> if you're facing civil war, ah, this is what you do, this way you just just pay deposit first, then we'll talk. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? See, the world, the secular world, the, the world, they are not, they know when somebody has answer, value. They will come for it. They will come for it. They will come for it. Do you get this? Don't be, don't be confused that, yes, the world opposes our following Christ. Regardless, but I'm making a point that be of such value, like Daniel and the Hebrew boys, that was in power through four kings. You don't understand? Four kings, two kingdoms, and all the kings retained him. They knew that he did not serve their gods, but they said, I want this man. I want this man. The, the other day that they threw him, I said the other day as if, <laughs> the other day that, that he was in the lion's den, the king could not sleep. Danny is in the lion's den. <laughs> and he rushed and he came to check for his boy. The world, eh? Christ in you. If we are able to capture the light, hallelujah, and express the light boldly, remember, boldly, I'm telling you, God will what? Take us by the hand. He will keep us through the valley of the shadow of death in the lion's den. Hallelujah. And the world, nations will come to your light. Kings will come to what? The brightness of your rising. Do you know how many instrumentalists, how many present day artists have come from the church? Am I lying? In Nigeria, I, we cannot even count. Rema. What's that Afro depression boy? CK. CK is not Afro depression. Who knows? You know who I'm talking about now. Where's Lawrence? Mm. Eh? You call his name now. Stop pretending. Afro depression. That boy. That. Oh my! Get out. Why were you pretending? You know who I'm talking. What, what point was I making? There are many of these guys. See, they don't jazzy so. And the other day, I even saw um, what's this um, video guy. The one that does videos. Eh? No, 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 not Clarence. Omori. Apparently, he used to throw drama for churches. I don't even get I'm I'm making a point. Eh? I'm making a point. The world recognizes value. But let's not make the mistake of now pointing to ourselves. Hallelujah. The light in us is not a light we lit. 
It is the light that Christ lit in us. So we must constantly point back. In fact, you are actually the spotlight to the nations. Do you get? You point, you point, that's what you do. You redirect, you redirect. So we have a calling. Our calling is from righteousness. And while we are called, God keeps us. Hallelujah. Our very lives will tell the story of the light of God. Now, let us look at verse 7. He says, I want you to see the aspect of our calling. Number one is to what? Open the eyes that are blind. Open the eyes that are what? Blind. Open the eyes that are blind. That is your... Um, what's the word I used? It's your calling. One of the expressions, one of the things you must do if you want to measure success of your calling is to what? Open the eyes of the blind. Because we were once like that, but now we see. Hallelujah. So now we go and we tell others, come and get healing. Come and be revived. We were beggars that are now going to tell other beggars, come and take the bread of life. Come and find bread. Come and take the living water. Like the Samaritan woman who are going into the city. Say, come and see the one who has transformed my life. So he says to open the eyes that are blind. I don't need to tell you that there's a problem in the world. Abby, I don't need to tell you. Like, regardless of your financial status. Problem D. Am I lying? And I don't just mean it like Nigerian problems. Our problems are unique to us. But I'm just saying, it's not hard to tell that if you look at the world, there are things that we've been solving for millennia that we cannot solve by ourselves. But what the gospel does is that the gospel, Peter tells us, that God has transferred us from what? Darkness to marvelous light. Hallelujah. First Peter Two, nine it says you are a chosen generation a chosen race a holy nation hallelujah a royal what priesthood you are called to what show forth the excellencies the praises of our god why because he has translated us he has transferred us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light so what the New Testament is telling us is that people will be drawn to us because of our lives. Christians are called Christians or were called Christians because they what? They followed Jesus. They said these are the people that follow Jesus. Hallelujah. So the first duty of our calling is to what? Open blind eyes. Secondly is to what? Bring out prisoners from what? The dungeon. The what? The dungeon. See, people are under bondage. I don't know. I accidentally entered one corner of the internet yesterday. And I was blessing God because of the truths I know. Do you know how people are oppressing? You know, sometimes I hear arguments about how um, white man used um, religion to control us, which is, you know, 
true. Uh, kind of true. But have you seen what is happening in other places? How people are charging for miracles. Have you seen what's happening in, oh my goodness, I, I, I was heavy yesterday seeing some of these videos. People's mothers, people's parents crying for a man of God. Help me, help me, help me. They, these men that know the truth. You know, Jesus said, false prophets will come from you. From you. See, yeah. just thank God for where you are. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you have families right now that you are praying for, that are in prayer houses. Am I lying? You guys know what I'm talking about. Some of you are praying for people to be free from certain... I know here I've been saying as, as one city that we are for everyone. Guys, oneness does not mean we are not calling out bad doctrine. Are you with me? It's not, we're not just opening arms for everybody. Because people are now being kept under oppression, oppressive states. The devil is wicked. He has now used religion to now oppress people. Why is it that many of us, you now see your friends, will now be upset with the church? I'm always very empathetic to people that are upset. I never start judging because I don't know where, where they are coming from. Because somebody somewhere promised them healing miracles and did not deliver. And now said that their faith is not strong enough. See, this is the season to be rooted in your spiritual spirituality. This is the season to be rooted in the truth of God. Because, see, false prophets are coming. False messiahs have come. Let me also tell you that there are many antichrists right now. There is the Antichrist, capital letter. But John tells us that many Antichrists have come and will come. Some, we are told that if possible, they'll be able to deceive the elect. See, this is the season to take this word of God seriously. Seriously. Pray for wisdom and discernment. Hallelujah. Do you know why? The devil can masquerade as an angel of lights. Amen. Amen. To bring out the prisoners from the dungeon. So you must understand that they are also chained. Do you get? That's why our song break every chain. Because a slave cannot free a slave. Do you understand? So my prayer is that the Lord will heal us, restore us, so that we can go and heal people. It says, from the prison, those who sit in darkness, by the grace of God, have never been arrested for anything. Um, by the grace of God, you get, we, I don't want anything to join with um, force, police, anything. Do you understand? But my friend was telling me he accidentally bashed someone's car. And his mom has a shop in the police station they took him to. That's what saved his life. So, 
he said they did not take him into the cell that they told him to stay behind counter just to stand behind counter he said he has never when he came out he said he has never cherished freedom till today he doesn't drive <laughs> because <laughs> no i'm sure he's he has healed but for a long time for a long time um you know how maybe your friends say baba just i did do something but just help me go buy drinks come he will say lie lie for years see guy you have your license now eh, i know they go he doesn't want trouble some of you know what i'm talking about right like when they before they finally released you <laughs> hallelujah but see if you you don't want to be in you don't want to be in trouble you don't want to be in nigerian trouble you don't want to be in nigerian trouble just to, like like my friend said just to stay behind that counter oh god then you now stay in maybe some of you eh, join our next outreach to prisons one of us went last year and she could not control the tears from her eyes the condition many people um, are in there um, i saw a story recently about two nigerians who trying to save money went they were trying to pass through togo to go to um, i don't know the authenticity of this story but i don't know okay you heard the story they were trying to use togo to get to the uk and um, they were arrested there and the nigerian embassy tried 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 they claimed they were using fake passports you know through all sorts of things and then matogo speaks french now they shared pictures of the condition they were living in if you wake up in the morning eh, if you don't have anything to pray for just say lord thank you i'm not in cell i'm serious they said there were nigerians that are there have been there for years they don't know their family and even here um our one of the so we don't just go our compassion ministry we don't just go visit and preach we try to partner with the other ministry to help just to pay bill for some people uh, what are some of the amounts we pay for a person 50k 5k 15k many of you will blow 15k in the place or kilimanjaro today after service you're just waiting for me to finish somebody has been trapped there i don't know if you get i'm not trying to guilt trip you just thank god for your liberty now what i'm saying is this and in this house here we are passionate about prison ministry because one of the things jesus said is he was speaking to um you know saying time he said you visited me you gave me water to drink you visited me in prisons and he said, when did we do this? He says, when you did this to other people. So we don't do this because they are Christians or not. Amen. Amen. We do it because it's a command from Christ Jesus. So one of the things we do, if you read the Amplified of Isaiah 61, it says, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me and he has qualified me. Right? One of the, the, the Amplified Classic, he says, oh, please put it up. Can you put it up, Dami? 
He says, he used, he says, you have, um, is it possible? 61. I, I want to put it up. The Amplified says to free the physical and spiritual captives. The physical and what? Spiritual captives. Okay. To proclaim liberty. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. To proclaim liberty to what? The physical and what? Spiritual captives. And the opening of the prison and of the eyes to those who are what? Bound. What the Lord is saying is, I have given you enough power, enough authority to do this. Hallelujah. So not just your life, the gospel is proclaimed, but it is lived, but it is also proclaimed. Hallelujah. Many of, have you seen, have you been, um, have you had friends that made decisions, you know, and you're just saying, how this girl they follow this boy? She know they see waiting they happen, and love has blinded her. Do you guys know? Okay, you can ask him because it's you people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, it's not you. It's not you. It's not you. It's not you. Amen. <laughs> but please, do you not understand what I'm saying? Just. You know, many of us, we make decisions because we don't know any better. If the eyes are not open, there is no clarity. There is no vision. How will you make the decision to make progress in the right direction if you don't even know where you're going? Please, am I making sense? So we have a calling. We, have, we are chosen and called in Christ Jesus, in righteousness. Amen. We are chosen. Please take it back. That me to our text. 42, 6, 7. We are chosen. We are called in righteousness. Don't sit here and say you don't have a purpose. You have a purpose in this life. Amen. Your purpose is not to get to the height of your career. God wants you to do what? Open the eyes of the blind. To what? Free those who are bound physically and what spiritually. Glory to God. So I want us to understand our light must shine beyond the church walls. We are the light of the world, not the bulb of the church. Amen. <laughs> you are the light of what? The world. So it's beyond this, our immediate environment. Do you know what we've been doing for the past 2,000 years? Many of us, we've been comparing lights. My lights shine past your lights. Our lights shine past their lights. That's what we've been doing. Who lights shine past? So God has called us to go into the darkness not because see let me tell you why nothing can happen to you he says darkness the light shines in the darkness and what the darkness has not overcome it another translation says does not comprehend it so darkness does not even understand it that's why you should not be afraid of representing jesus amen, amen. 
You're not called to be understood. You're called to point to Jesus. And the Spirit of God will now open their eyes. Hallelujah. Come on, just pray in the Spirit right now. Just pray by yourself. One city, I want you to say, Lord, let me find your, my story in your story. Say, Lord, let me find my story in your story. I told you at Vision Night that God is moving. We are just asking, what are you doing and how can we be a part of it? We are not conjuring up things so we can just motivate ourselves for a better year. No, the Lord is doing something and we have to be a part of it. So I want you to say, Lord, the rest of 2024, I want to see your light to shine through me. Say, Lord, in my life, the world will know, hallelujah, through my dealings, through my business, through all that I do in the mighty name of Jesus, that the Lord will keep me in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, pray by yourself. Say, Lord, let your light shine in my marriage. Let your light shine in my ministry. Let your light shine in the marketplace. Let your light shine in my career. Let your light shine in my family. Say, Lord, that aunt, that nephew, that uh, son, that brother who is under the bondage, the captivity on the enemy, I want you to speak this morning and say, Lord, shine shine in their lives lord break the chains of oppression break the chains of captivity say lord i stand as a priest in my family i stand as a prophet this morning and i say light shine we are tired of the oppression and, uh, 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 and the captivity that is going on in my family. Say, Lord, I declare today that the light of the world is functioning in me fully in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to, 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 to just be yourself. You want to stand, stand. Those of you online, please make sure you're praying as well. But please make sure everybody in this room is engaging in these prayers. I want you to know that God has called you for such a time as this. I want you to know that out of your bellies, that the light will shine. God is setting us free so we can set others free. Come on, just pray, 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 pray. One city, I want us to be stirred. Paul tells uh, Timothy, fan to flame, fan to flame, fan to flame, fan to flame, fan to flame. Flame is light. Fan to flame, regardless of where the Lord has placed you, God wants you to be light. God wants you to be light. Come on, one city, pray this morning. Fan to flame the gift of God that is being given to you. I speak over this house and I say that we are free from shame. We are free from guilt. We are free from all oppressions of the enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are free from guilt. We are guilt from shame. Many of us, because of what we've done in the past, the enemy is keeping your head down. I say lift your heads up. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And the Lord said, I have forgotten your former sins. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Behold, I'm doing a new thing in you. That thing I'm doing is making you light. The light of the world. Everyone, just lift your hands all over the room. Say, I am the light of the world. Say, I am the light of the world. There is no darkness in me. Christ's light shines bright. Nations come to my light. Kings come to the brightness of my rising. One more time. Say, I am the light of the world. Christ's light shines in me. There is no darkness in me. 
nations come to my light and kings to the brightness of my dawn in Jesus name come and just pray by yourself 30 seconds just pray by yourself and just say Lord set me free if there's anything in me father that is not of you it says the light shines and the darkness has not overcome it the light shines and the darkness cannot comprehend it the light shines and no one understands it the light shines for Christ in me in Jesus name once it I speak over you nations shall come to you one of the prophecies over this house is Zechariah 8 23 it says 10 people from every nation shall take the robe of the people of one city and say take us to your God for we have heard that God is with you that is your testimony this year in the mighty name of Jesus the gospel is alive in you the gospel makes uh, uh, is productive in you the light of Christ is alive in you the life of Christ is alive in you in Jesus name nations come to our lights kings come to the brightness of our rising in Jesus name one city your identity is rooted in Christ what he has done what he's doing in Jesus name your calling is from that posture the Lord has called us to influence the nations so it is a small thing oh I forgot a text Isaiah prophesied also in Isaiah 49 verse 6 he said it is too light a thing that you will gather the tribes of Israel he says I've called you hallelujah I've called you to be a light to the nations one city Abuja is too small for you Nigeria is too small for you the nations come to the light of God inside of you I can't hear you one city the nations come to you in the mighty name of Jesus you 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 offer solutions in Jesus name and when they come to you you point to the one who leads the light who leads the lamp in you thank you father everyone say thank you father say thank you father in Jesus name amen can we celebrate Jesus this morning glory to God glory to God Father, thank you for one city. We are here for such a time as this. The nation shall come to these gatherings in Jesus' name. Because Christ in us, the light of the world. In Jesus' name. Amen.